listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This is my soapbox. I try to tell pharmacy owners, rebates are not what you're going for. You are overpaying so much for your products to only get a small portion of that back on the rebate. You never ever get a rebate large enough that actually makes your cost of goods equal to what you can buy out on the market, available through other companies like RX Cherry Pick for net upfront pricing. Welcome to the Becoming a Pharmacy Badass podcast, where we talk about how to diversify your revenue streams, increase your net income, and optimize your operations to create the pharmacy of your dreams. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello, pharmacy owners. Dr. Lisa Faust here with Diversify RX, and I am excited about today's a message for you because I am a fan of lowering your cost of goods sold. Who wouldn't be, right? A dollar saved is a dollar in your pocket. And I am constantly talking to pharmacy owners about decreasing their expenses. And the largest expense for any pharmacy is your inventory and how much products cost that then you are reselling when you dispense them. So when you can lower your cost of goods, you can dramatically increase your profits. And when you purchase them, what I consider to be the right way, you'll also get a big boost to your cash flow. Um, I've been talking and writing about kind of breaking up with the primary vendor agreements that many of us have that you really aren't beholden to them. Like sometimes I think many of us fear that we are because it's been drilled into us for so many years. And so I'm very excited to be introducing you to, or maybe reintroducing you to uh, RX Cherry Pick. I think this is one of the companies that's the linchpin of this process of decreasing your cost of goods increasing your cash flow and really creating the pharmacy of your dreams that is profitable and thriving. So I have Craig Robinson from RX Cherry Pick. You probably know him. I think he's been around for years. I won't even say how many years, but he goes to all the shows. He's very, very active on LinkedIn and lots of other social networks. And so you've probably seen his name somewhere, but Craig, thank you for spending a few time, a few minutes with us and some time with us to help pharmacy owners understand how to lower their cost of goods, increase their cash flow. So just in case somebody doesn't know you, give us a little brief introduction of, of who you are and who RX Cherry Pick is. Well, Lisa, it is great to see you again. We do see each other on occasion. And um, I love the leadership position you're taking and the value that you're bringing to independent pharmacies. Um, getting to what RX Cherry Pick is not, which is kind of an unusual way to, to look at this, but I think it's really important. Um, there's a lot of confusion out there um, as to what RX Cherry Pick is and isn't. Yep. I think the, the main thing that people first think is because we are a um, internet-based service, people tend to group us with the pricing platforms. And don't get me wrong, pricing, pricing platforms definitely have their place in this piece, um, but we are not, you know, and, um, you know, there are the pricing platforms that are out there like the Trexades, the Farm Savers, Ezra RXs. We actually will, if it's not a good fit for our Cherry Pick, we will actually send people to those pricing platforms because they might have a process that they believe in that seems to be working for them. And, and that is what we're dedicated to is 
getting them to to focus on what is working. Um, also, we are not a buying group. Even though we have a large number of pharmacies, we're not a buying group. We're not structured like a buying group. We are not tied to any primary wholesaler. Um, you, you, there's no membership fees, there, none of that. So those are the two main things. And then the other key is, is that we are out there. Um, I would say, even though Lisa, you like me and I like you, the, the wholesalers out there really don't like RX Cherry Pick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because in, and in a nutshell, what we do is we are an alternative to the rebate structure. So your PVA, as you mentioned, and bless you for saying PVA and not contract. It is an agreement. That's what it is. You, you are always within the confines of the agreement because I think on most of them, it's like page eight, page nine, they have that complicated matrix. And that matrix will always say, even at zero purchases, you're within your, your prime vendor agreement. And so, so what we advocate, and this gets to cash flow, is step away from your rebate. You cannot, the, the term rebate is the antithesis to cash flow. Yes. Right? <laughs> I... I, I got to break in here for a minute because this is my soapbox. I try to tell pharmacy owners, rebates are not what you're going for. You are overpaying so much for your products to only get a small portion of that back on the rebate. You never, ever get a rebate large enough that actually makes your cost of goods equal to what you can buy out on the market, available through other companies like RX Cherry Pick for net upfront pricing. Like, I think pharmacies know they overpay. What they don't know is exactly how much they're overpaying and really how much they're just getting um, taken advantage of by, by fighting this rebate system. And that's really what you want to step away from because you're overpaying and the hopes at some point in the future, which you don't even really know, that you get some of that money back. And that's just a ridiculous way to run a business. But that's unfortunately been the quote unquote status quo in pharmacy for so long that many of us don't, don't know that there is an alternative um, way of purchasing your drug. So thank you for pointing that out because that is, that is the one thing that I love talking about. Yeah, well, exactly. And what you and I can talk about, which is never really discussed, is the mechanism of which, how this takes place. Okay, it is, it is right there in plain sight. Okay, you are a, a, on generic drugs. You pay when you're using a rebate. You pay list, invoice price. You are paying the maximum. It's not like when you go out shopping and you're buying yourself your flat screen TV and you find a really good deal on a flat screen TV. And on top of that low price, you get a rebate. No, in in the pharmacy, as a pharmacy owner, you know that you, what you are what you are forced to do is pay the highest price. And then there are I have heard of organizations that are out there that have these mythical rebates, and they, it will be pushed out thirty six months. 
Yep. Three years. I know what their business plan is. The pharmacy won't be in business in three years. They won't have to pay it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, what business operates that, that a pharmacist cannot tell what his true cost of goods are? Yep. I actually just wrote an article for Pharmacy Times about the problems that a where does lack of transparency cause a far, problems for pharmacy owners? And there's lots of areas where lack of transparency causes problems. But the biggest one for me is you don't actually know what that drug costs. So when you're dispensing it, at the point of dispensing it, you're making decisions on, hey, am I going to give this to the patient or not? Like, am I making money? Am I losing money? On completely made up numbers. I mean, completely mythical <laughs> made up numbers because you don't know. Most, most places you mentioned 36 months and I know who you're talking about and there is a 36 month rebate out there, but at most, the best is like 30 days, sometimes six months, quarterly, more likely. And then the annual rebate, you know, almost everybody has an annual. So it's like, I'm buying a drug today and I won't technically be able to somehow figure out what I actually paid for it till a year from now. Like that's just, there's no way to run a business. And that's why it's a big suck on cash flow because you are, I, I loved how you said is you are paying top price. You are being paying the most expensive price for that drug in the hopes of getting some of it back. So, and then on the PBM side, which, you know, you don't do anything with the contracts, but on the PBM side, you're paid the lowest price. Yeah. And then you're hoping that your performance gives you an extra little bit more. And so that's why there's such terrible cash flow in pharmacies because you're paying the highest price. You're getting paid the lowest price. And you're just, not, there's nothing left in between. And so yeah. that's what's so critical um, to cash flow. Well, it is. And that mechanism is very subtle. And and there's a psych psychological component to this. And, and people tend to breeze over it, but how many owners are sitting there waiting and asking, checking their banking account four or five times a day, waiting for that rebate check to come in? that did we get it did we get it it is it is you know really we're talking about drugs and we're talking about addiction and it is an addiction <laughs> to that rebate check coming in which is never what you think it is it is never itemized yep so, so again and 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 i i talk to a lot of uh, accountants um out there and they go well we account for that money well, you, you put it in as just a receivable, that, that just a bulk number. But, I, you know, many times with, with you, the primary wholesaler and stuff, it's tied to pharmacy systems. It's tied to credits. It is all mixed up. Well, you know, and, and I hear this all the time out in the industry is, well, why can't they just tell me what my price is, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you why nobody's going to like it. The reason why is it's a $650 billion industry. Three companies control 97% of the industry doing this. It's a good business model for them. It's not a good business model for the independent pharmacist. So if you, as we slide over to transparency, transparency is allows you now to account for your business. Okay, you do have to get off of that rebate check, you know, a little junky. I got to have the rebate <laughs> check. But now the difference is, is the speed at which we start putting the money in your account. Um, 
let's just take an example of an average size pharmacy that does say 150 prescriptions a day. Okay, it's very easy. I'm gonna, Lisa, I'm gonna share with you the secret formula, <laughs> the cash flow that you will receive. In, and let's say you're paying twice monthly. Okay, the secret formula is take a thousand dollars, multiply that times your daily script volume. So 150 scripts a day, and this is a conservative number, you will generate in six weeks in your bank account $150,000. Now you stop the negative slide. When you're in this situation, you're, a, a primary wholesaler will happily say, you know, I know what a pharmacist's worst day, a pharmacy owner's worst day is. I'll describe it for you. Your viewers are going to go, you know, they're going to start having reactions to it. <laughs> PTSD, a little PTSD from the description. <laughs> exactly. Is, is you have payroll, right? Your primary bill is due. Okay. It's a lump sum bill. And then you get hit with a DIR fee. Okay. You can't, you have no cash flow in the bank. You're barely able to make payroll and payroll, you aren't making payroll because you and I both know many, many pharmacists who are there working six days a week, worrying about their business seven days a week, 24 hours a day, and they're not paying themselves. So you're not making payroll. I, I will honestly say I, I have experienced that worst day. There's been, I remember in my pharmacy, this is years ago, where I actually went down to a bank, I had to go down to a bank and do a cash withdrawal for my credit card Yes. Just to put it in the account to cover payroll because all all of those kinds of things hit like everything yeah. hit at once and you just don't have enough cushion because when you're operating under the tradi traditional system, the wholesaler is holding on to your money, not your bank account. And, and that's it. So then what's the next thing that the, most of these pharmacists do? OK, you can only go to your personal savings so many times before that's depleted. Yep. What most of the pharmacists out there will do is they will make a call to their primary and saying, is it okay if I push this off until Monday or Tuesday and I'm going to, I'm looking for my, now we're back to the junkie of checks coming in, the reimbursement check coming in. When I get that, I'll pay for that. Okay. I don't know of any institution, bank, primary, wholesale, or anything. They give you a bridge loan. That's what effectively they're doing is giving you a bridge loan. Those are extremely expensive. Yep. Okay. And usually if you get your push your bill off, it's going to affect what category you're in as far as pricing goes. So now your pricing just got worse. And you're going to pay a penalty. And you're going to pay some steep interest. Okay. All of those now moving forward from that day come right out of your, your uh, uh, profits. Your yep. profit margin is gone. So, you know, in, and as you can tell, you and I, you know, could talk about this all day long and just think it's the most interesting subject we've ever <laughs> heard of is, is that you have to break that cycle if you're going to survive. Now, I do hear from, you know, clients um, that that will say, well, it's really just a Band-Aid. When I first heard that, what RxCherryPick does is a Band-Aid. That is true. 
you know, the industry is changing and I didn't like hearing it. Um, I can get kind of crabby. And, <laughs> and so the, the, the idea that it was a Band-Aid was an affront to me. And that's when I started thinking about, you know what, I'm going to talk to Lisa about this because there's a sequence of events. You cannot stop working diligently to make your pharmacy more efficient. You, you, you still have to stay on that path. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So switching to RX cherry pick, there is a short-term boost and, and, and a big boost and a nitric oxide, you know, like yes. boost. Um, but that doesn't mean that it automatically fixes everything in the pharmacy. I know that's what I, what I talk to pharmacies about, you know, all the different KPIs, all the different efficiencies, diversifying your revenue, you know, getting your payroll in order, all of those things are still important even when you're buying drugs at the lowest possible price and you're improving your cash flow as much as possible through your purchases, that doesn't give you a free pass to let the rest of the pharmacy just meander in whatever they want to do. Like you still have to manage those other things. Yeah, you cannot go back to how you operated your pharmacy 10 years ago. Yeah, those, those okay. days are gone. And I know a lot of people... Uh, get upset over that. It's just, it's just reality. Appreciate yeah. it for what it was. And, and there's still a way. And that's, that's my mantra is there's a way to win today. There's yes. always a way to win. That's just my firm belief, no matter what type of pharmacy you're at, no matter where you're at. And part of it is introducing, you know, these pharmacy owners to people like you that can help them just operate differently, start to mature, start to really um, go through that change in their pharmacy and how they're operating. And I like that you said that it's an addiction. There is an addiction to rebate checks. You feel, oh my gosh, I got a $20,000 rebate check. Well, what you don't realize is you overpaid by 40,000. <laughs> you yes. know, you only, you only got a little bit of it back and, but start to get addicted by, you know, how much your profit is increasing, how much your gross profit, your net profit, yep. you know, start, start getting addicted to other things. And that's what I, that's why I'm a data freak. Cause I love, I needed to move that yep. attention to something yep. else that I was actually in control of and I could actually do things about. And I think that's why RX cherry pick is, it's kind of like that cornerstone. You know, everybody talks about that cornerstone, the one that holds up the building. I think it's, it's this way of purchasing is the cornerstone for what a profitable thriving pharmacy looks like yes. in the, you know, from today going forward. Yes. Well, and I think everything, I mean, it just stuns me that you and I just are completely on the same page on this. It, 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 the, the, when we look at this, the other subtle aspect of this, and, and again, there's pressure from all sides, is when a pharmacy is looking at this, and, and Lisa, you, I know you hear this all the time, they're going, okay, I've got to improve my brand cost of goods because I'm getting killed on brand cost of goods. The industry, the wholesale industry wants you to segment your purchasing, brands from generics, line items all the way through. Now you're playing into their hands. I, I will give you an example of a pharmacy that I just talked to this morning. He said, can you help me with brand cost of goods. I need to get 1% better. And I said, just wait a minute. Okay. So, you know, he wanted to move from WAC minus 375 to WAC minus 475. He goes, then I'm good. And I said, I'm going to tell you how, okay. And, and he, and he purchases $200,000 of brands. 
I said, if you move it 1%, you will have a savings of $2,000. Okay, so we're talking $2,000. But in order to get that, if you do the standard rebate route, you are going to double the cost of your generics. So it will cost you an additional, for this guy, it will cost him an additional $36,000. This is how good they've gotten in your head going, I want the $2,000 and I'm willing to pay $36,000 for it. Yep. It's in, but the whole industry, and for many, many years, the, the 30 years ago, rebates were a good thing because yeah. there was competition out there. World's changed, and a lot of pharmacists are like me. We're old, crabby guys, and you know we wish you know it was back in the seventies, <laughs> great, and you know we could wear flowers and all sorts of stuff. It it isn't. The reality is, if you chase one aspect of your total business, it will not work. You yep. The you you got to look at the total cost of your goods. And that's, that's why I, I've had this argument, the exact same conversation. It's not about what your brand pricing is. It's not about what your generic pricing is. It's your actual dollar amount of all of your drugs. You just yes. need to lower that. And you don't want to finance your brand pricing to some fake below cost brand pricing right. by overpaying for your generic. So if a pharmacy is listening to this, Craig, and they're like, Hey, this is all sounding kind of good. I I do 150 scripts a day on average, and I want an extra $150,000 in my bank account in six weeks. Like, count me in. What's the best way that a pharmacy can reach out to you, have this conversation? You'll actually give them a proposal based on their own numbers and their own situation. Um, how do they best contact you? Um, there's two ways of doing it. Um, one is, um, I think you have my contact information and I would always say, you know, run through Lisa. Um, the other way is, is you, if you Google RX cherry pick, you will come to what we've been known in the industry. All the marketing people just love our whiz bang <laughs> homepage. I will pre-warn you. It is very simple. There's a it's reason. ugly, Craig. It's ugly. Just, just tell them it's an ugly homepage, and that is actually on purpose. But it is a legitimate company, <laughs> and I will I will post uh, in the comments all of uh, Craig's direct contact information along with the very ugly website, so you can go see it for yourself. So, because yeah, there's a lot of people, it's a big industry, and they we cannot post things on the internet that will be used against us. Yep. Yep. It, it, it is simple. And yes, it is ugly, but my brother and I are Irish Norwegian up in Minnesota and we like things nice and simple. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I, I will give you, uh, I think your uh, email address is probably the easiest way to get a hold of you. You're super yeah. responsive. I send pharmacies to you all the time and usually you respond within an hour or so. And um, we'll make sure to get that contact information out to everybody because I really do believe uh, wholeheartedly that breaking away from your rebates, breaking away from feeling beholden to that prime primary vendor agreement and 
I think the biggest question is, is like, well, what if I need something unique? What if I need something special? You still have your primary wholesaler. You still can go order from them and order the products. You're just not playing the rebate game. Um, and so it's it's not like you don't, you're losing access to something. Um, and so I think that that's just kind of a big fear that a lot of pharmacy owners have. But um, I, you're going to be hearing a lot of this from me uh, in 2022 and beyond. I'm very passionate about helping pharmacies lower their cost of goods increase their cash flow because that's going to help you stay alive so that you can do all the other cool sexy programs that we have that increase your revenue and get, help you to diversify your revenue streams and so you'll be hearing a lot more about this from me uh moving forward so thank you craig thank you so much for spending some time with us uh you and i could talk for hours on this but i think we'll uh, let people go and uh thank you so much i really appreciate it very good lisa look forward to talking to you again Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you have a more profitable pharmacy for free. One, join my free group at lisasrxgroup.com. Two, get the latest strategies at diversifyrx.com forward slash blog. Three, watch helpful videos at lisasyt.com. Four, hit that subscribe button and please be sure to leave us a five-star review so we can help more pharmacy owners and bring those insights back to you. Becoming a pharmacy badass is proud to be a part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.